0: I'm going to quote an article from uh, Stanford, med.stanford.edu that states that doctors have historically received almost no nutritional training, when it, which limits their ability to effectively talk to patients about it. During four years of medical school, most students spend fewer than 20 hours, fewer than 20 hours on nutrition. So that doctor telling you to eat 1,200 calories I would get other opinions. Hey, welcome to the Who Gives a Fit podcast. I am your host, Sam, and I teach all things nutrition and fitness without the BS. I'm not putting in cleanses. I'm not telling you to do any crazy diets. I'm sticking to the basics of what works and bringing you along with me so that you know too. If you like it, stick around. And if you want, you can follow me on Instagram as well. I carry my same feelings and resentments to resentments. Is that the right word? Sentiments, sentiments is the right word, to my Instagram account. So at Who Gives a Fit, come join the little family, and you can always ask me questions on there too. So let's get into it. We're making noise today about some of the BS I've heard doctors spew about, health, nutrition, and fitness. (laughs) Some of you might be like, oh, shit. It's about to go down. Some of you know, some of you have yet to find out, but disclaimer here, I am not saying this is all doctors or that doctors are not helpful or that they're bad because we absolutely need them and there are some great ones out there, okay? I'm not saying, I'm not blanketing statement physicians out here, okay? If something is out of my scope, I am always the first to tell people to seek physician's advice, because I I can't do that. I'm I don't have the education behind that. But it's important to have a team with you, your doctor and your coach if you have one, physical therapist, any outside outside resources. They should all want to work together and be in a happy little group with you and not catch an attitude. <laughs> okay? So, Um, I've been provided stories by too many people to not bring some of this to light. And I'm a huge advocate, like huge for sticking up for yourself and your health. I can't, I think I've said this in some way to every single one of my clients, because anytime I've, you know, touched on a topic with them, like, well, this isn't working. Have you talked to your doctor about this? Then they go talk to their doctor, and their doctor just blows them off. And it's so frustrating. So, no one will care for your body like you will. And one of the things I cannot stand is doctors saying things like, oh, it's in your head, or when you're experiencing real invalid problems and they just don't want to dig deeper or they just don't have. They don't know what's happening off the top of their head. So they're like, well, I'm just going to write this off. I've, I'm have i going to tell a little bit, a little story in this, but uh, it just drives me nuts. And I hear it all the time. <laughs> it's not just me. It's constant. I hear it from people everywhere. So I'm not just like doing this to dig on doctors, like something needs to change. Okay. As a person who has been dismissed for many health problems over the years, I've talked about my gut repair in this podcast before. As someone who has been dismissed for health problems that later have been solved on my own because I refused to believe that I was making it up in my head as they told me, I get really fired up about this topic and it just really frustrates me. My history with all of this started when I was nine, which was a long time ago. (laughs) And I had kidney stones, which if you don't know, that's very rare for someone so young to have kidney stones. I was extremely sick. And obviously with all the symptoms of kidney stones, I went to get an ultrasound and they came back saying, nope. There's no stones in there, not for you. And so we got prints of the ultrasound, of course. Always get records of everything. Ask for records of everything. You'll hear why in a second. Uh, So they came back saying, no, we we got prints of the ultrasound. And I held them up to the light in my mom's car. And I said, hmm, what are those spots? Dramatic pause. Uh, a nine-year-old had to diagnose herself using a car roof light. Um, so we took them back to my primary and he said, oh, yeah, those are definitely kidney stones. Okay. So I said earlier, I don't have the education to be a doctor, but do you see what I'm saying here? <laughs> um, so anyway, my husband experienced the same thing when he had gallstones a few years ago. And because I had experience and I told him get copies of every test they do, uh he did and he was also able to vouch for himself as well and get treated. So again, he got the little I can't remember if, what kind of test it was. It might have been another ultrasound. But He got the test and they said, nope, no gallstones in there. He looked at it with a flashlight, I believe. And he was like, well, there's some weird balls in there. (laughs) There's some weird circles in this picture and took it to his doctor. And they were like, yeah, they're definitely in there. And they ended up calling the person. They were like, oh, yeah, there's definitely gallstones in there. So to say that I'm a little Skeptical of doctors might be an understatement. I don't think it's I don't think you need to distrust off the bat, but I'm just saying keep your receipts. If we've learned anything from you know the Kardashians or like celebrities at all, it's to keep your receipts. okay? So take that with your men, your health as well, okay? So let's tackle the big one first that usually triggers other advice doctors give around health and that is BMI. So someone told me recently that their doctor calls it the bullshit measure index and I think her and her doctor and I would be besties honestly cuz BMI is one of the worst measures of how healthy someone is. It does not factor in muscle mass. It it's just it's a mess. I don't even know why it was created. I went to a primary care for the first time in years the other week. Don't like you guys should go more often. <laughs> I had moved. Look, I'm not going to explain that, but I, I went for the first time. Okay. That's what matters. I went and it's all good now. Um, But I went and I was super interested to see What they said about my weight, because I know where I fall on the BMI chart, because I think it's funny to look at that. Uh, But I wanted to know if they would say anything about it. Um, I on on a higher scale day, I would be considered overweight based on BMI, and despite the fact that I am clearly not. I work out four times a week. I eat a balanced diet. I have clean bill of health otherwise. Some doctors would say, oh, because you're at the wrong spot on the BMI chart, you need to lose weight. And that's just not true. Um, and to my surprise, the nurse and doctor both said my weight looked good. And she even said, my blood pressure was normal for someone as sw- small as me. I'm doing air quotes for those of you listening. Someone as small as me, and I'm five five, so I know she didn't mean height wise. Like I'm not a small person. Like I was surprised. So please do not let a doctor guilt you about BMI. They should be focusing on other factors like cholesterol, blood pressure, and not judging you based on a stupid calculation that should not exist, okay? If you're, B- you're, if you're in the wrong BMI section and you also have like bad cholesterol, blood pressure issues, then yes, absolutely, they should tell you to focus some more on improving your health for sure. After doing their measurements, they will usually give you suggestions on how to resolve any flags they saw pop up, and those suggestions often include nutritional advice. So when it comes to nutrition specifically, I'm going to quote an article from uh, Stanford, med.stanford.edu that states that doctors have historically received almost no nutritional training when it which limits their ability to effectively talk to patients about it. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. So that doctor telling you to eat 1,200 calories, I would get other opinions. Anyway, so continuing the quote, during four years of medical school, most students spend fewer than 20 hours, fewer than 20 hours on nutrition. There are also articles from Harvard and other respectable institutions on this specific issue within the medical industry. Yet, doctors are still out here telling people that they should be eating 1,200 calories on a regular basis, probably because they just read that in a textbook one time. Okay? So, I'm not... Again, I'm not trying to dig on doctors. I... They have so much knowledge and other stuff going on that they shouldn't have to honest. They shouldn't be trying to give people nutritional advice. They should be outsourcing that. That's okay. You're allowed to do that. Just like when I don't know a medical issue, I send people back to them. Like that's what they should be doing. And I would hope that that is starting to become a more common practice. Um, so I have had multiple clients come to me uh, after appointments telling me that their doctor suggested and that they eat 1200 calories. And I have to tell them that their doctor doesn't know what they're talking about in that regard. And it's a really hard conversation to say, have, because it's somebody they respect, it's somebody that they trust. And for somebody else to be like, that's not right, it's hard. Like, (laughs) You want to believe that your doctor's there to help you and wants the best for you, but they just don't have that base knowledge. And so it's it's super important to make sure that you are working with other people that do have more knowledge about it. Um, so I always follow up those conversations with people who come to me saying their doctor told them to eat that much. I always followed up with, well, did they calculate that based on how much you're working out and moving throughout the day? Or did they just pull that number out of their butt? like It just spewed out of their mouth without any further digging on the matter. And it's usually the latter, unfortunately. So it would be so much easier if they just said, you know what, here's a nutritionist, here's a registered dietitian. I I think you should, you know, work on some nutritional things, Um, talk to them. Sometimes it's covered by insurance if it's a registered dietitian, Uh, talk to them and get the help that you need instead of just giving out blanket advice. The only time somebody would be put on just blanket 1200 calories is in extreme cases, which is probably what they were reading about in their education, And that's for like extremely obese, obese situations. And that's very, that's a very specific case. Okay. So if your doctor doesn't direct you to someone, try and find someone. Don't just start eating 1200 calories because that can mess a lot of things up. Nutrition is such an individual thing and giving out blanket number like 1200 isn't helpful. 1,200 calories is way too low for most people and eating that little can cause issues that not only make you gain weight back, but make it harder to lose in the future if you need to. And the amount of calories you're eating should be based on biometrics like height and weight, how much you're moving and your diet history. You should only get nutrition advice from a nutritionist or a registered dietitian or at least double check your doctor's suggestions with one of those people if you're not planning to hire them. So basically just what I was saying before, they also suggest some sort of movement most of the time. A lot of times it's like 30 minutes of cardio a day, which in general terms is good. Like they just want you to get moving because most people don't move a ton throughout the day. So that's just a good, again, blanket piece of advice to give. Lifting is overall one of the best things you can do for your body, though. And I can't say I've heard doctors ever really suggest that. That might be changing. I know a lot of things have changed in that sense with what they prescribe in that way. But if you need to start changing your habits, starting to lift a bit of weights will get you big changes. Um, and it, One of the things that I struggle with here is if you go to them saying, like, my knees hurt when I squat, they'll more times than not just tell you to not squat anymore. And that's, in reality, that's not necessarily what should be happening. Somebody like a physical therapist could work with you on resolving the root issue, so that you can squat and you don't have that pain. Um, And you could end up squatting better than ever. And you're not fixing the problem by just avoiding the issue. You always want to get to the root of every problem because it's just going to keep resurfacing if you don't. So that's super important. If they give you any sort of advice, like if you're like, oh, this hurts when I do this, they're probably going to tell you just not to not do that. You have to push to the next level and be like, okay, well, I don't want to have to deal with this again. So I'm going to get to the root of this problem for myself so I can feel good all the time. And as I was kind of touching on a little bit earlier, Doctors don't often have the capacity to be able to coach people through these issues, which is why they give those blanket statements. I think they should just avoid the statements altogether. But physical therapists, nutritionists, they are their job is to work people through these things, meet with them on a regular basis to check in on how they're doing. Sometimes it's hard enough for doctors to get somebody to remember to take their prescribed medication. So I can see why they wouldn't take time to give like every single person a personalized plan or know how to do that for a full diet change or an exercise regimen. But they should just be suggesting clients find people that specialize in those things. So if there's changes that need to take place, that's what should be happening. Uh, So to wrap up this podcast, let's review. One, make sure you advocate for yourself. If something doesn't feel right, don't give up. Get a third, fourth, fifth opinion until you feel good about it, okay? You are going to be your biggest advocate. Seek specialized advice from professionals who have a focus in what you're experiencing. Like I said, nutritionist, physical therapist, people that day in and day out focus on the things that you need help with and have spent more than 20 hours on those specific things. And don't pay attention to BMI. Your overall health will reflect in your blood panels and how you feel overall, okay? Now, I don't want you to just throw off BMI and be like, no, I'm healthy when that's just not the case, okay? So we're looking at everything here. Uh, I hope this episode made you feel a little less alone if you are struggling on your journey. Make sure that you share with anyone else who might need it. Subscribe and give me a follow on Instagram to join my little community of people who are looking for a little less BS in their lives. I'll catch you on the next one.